get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Tim Taylor, Blues Director of Player Personnel, slides in to join us here this morning. Tim, thanks for giving us the time and joining us on some ADHD radio. No problem, Curbs. How are you doing? Man, I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, I actually was in Italy uh, during prospect camp, so I was following on social media the best I can. So sorry I missed you while you, you guys were in camp. But now that you've had a chance to, to process it, uh, how, what did you think and how do you view the prospect camp of 2023? Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, Curbs, it's uh, the most exciting time I've had uh, since being with the Blues with our young prospects. Uh, this is the biggest crop we've ever had. We've had a, a lot of depth with our, our prospects, uh, a lot of star players, a lot of players that are B prospects. When we say B prospects, top six forwards, top four Ds. So um, really optimistic of where this uh, organization is going. Uh, it, it's just that we have a, a, a surplus of, of young players that are, are ready to make their mark as a Blues player. Tim, in your decade plus with the St. Louis Blues and your experience as a player in the National Hockey League as well, what can you tell now about a prospect, a player, that gives you more confidence that this player will hit the mark of, say, a, a top six player or a top four defenseman now than maybe you would have thought and, and how you viewed things, say, 10 years ago when you were a little newer into the role? Well, I, I think now the way the league's going, it's a, it's a very young league, and you need your players like the, the Kairos, the Thomases, to take a, a step and, and, and be your top-line top, top line forwards. And we're seeing that more so with every team now. Uh, the better teams have their young players as star players and, and taking more prominent roles at, at a younger age. Uh, I think the salary cap is the, the biggest issue with that. You're trying to get young guys coming in because they make the least amount of money, and you're trying to make them – uh, give them important roles right away and, and, and really want to grow with those guys. I look at with, with Kane, and, uh, Kane and Taves in Chicago. That team grew with them. Obviously, three Stanley Cups later, uh, with, with Taves being the ultimate captain, that's what teams are trying to do now. And, and um, you know, I, I look at, at where we're headed in a direction with, with, with Robert and, and Jordan Cairo and, you know, young players and, and the new players that we brought on board to the draft this year with Tony uh, Felter and his staff did a heck of a job. And, Obviously, uh, Doug with the draft, and it was uh, it, it's we're at we're at a point now with, with our with our organization that we're all very very excited. Obviously, we're, it was a down year last year, but this team's ready to take another step, get back in the playoffs, and, and really fight for another championship. You know what? Uh, you brought something up in that answer there that it, it, it's something that I that I always kind of that I kind of remember. And and for, for folks, for those that don't know, and 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 maybe don't remember Tim Taylor as much. It's funny because I say that because I, I got a producer here in Grand Francis wearing an Arenado 28 jersey, and I said, what are you wearing a Tommy Herr jersey? And he goes, who's Tommy Herr? Well, I mean, Tommy <laughs> Herr stopped playing seven years before Grant was born. So I got to remember sometimes who some of the listeners is. But, you know, Tim played 13 seasons in the National Hockey League and, and won two Stanley Cups as part of a cup with Detroit, was part of a cup with Tampa Bay. You brought up the fact that because of the salary cap, you know, you you almost have to bring young players along. And I remember during that 4 5 lockout, Tim, and you, were, you remember obviously being with Tampa Bay at the time, one of the arguments the players – had the appellers association had against the salary cap is that it was going to force older players out of the league probably earlier than they they needed to be that's clearly happened you're going to have your haves and your have nots 
uh, in terms of contracts, and then you can't afford to play other players. That's happened. And then it's brought young players and probably put them into the league maybe even a little bit earlier than they needed to be, and that's happened. So really some of the concerns of the Players Association back in 0405, now that we've had the salary cap as long as we had, it, it's it's played out quite, you know, quite accurately. Yeah, I, I would say that, but you also have to believe, like, again, I'm, I'm talking on two sides of the fence here. One is a player because I was a player rep for our Camp Bay Lightning team at that time, and now being in management, you see both sides, and you see kind of the way that the game has gone. Obviously, with younger players, the game has got quicker and faster, and it you bring that 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 um, innocence in the, back in the game, and you've pushed older players out that you before that you've had to pay because they've done something for you. Now you're paying on 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 what young players can do for you. It used to be free agency was you're paying what a guy used to do or what he's done in the past, mm-hmm. and sometimes that always didn't work out. I think the better chance now is hitting on guys that, that you're paying for his future, and the, now the league has recognized that again. You were exactly right. It was to to really, uh, it, it was that that pyramid type thing where the, the top guys are going to get paid, and then you're going to have the bottom guys, which are the rookies coming in the league, and then you're going to have guys. If you want to keep playing, you're going to have to stay at the bottom. And and really, at the end of the day, you're going to make your money as a player, and and as an older player, you got to decide now. Now's the time to win. Do you want to be in a championship team? Do you want to be a team that you can prolong your career? and say instead of playing 800 games, play 1,000 because you take league minimum and then you have a chance to win a Stanley Cup. I think players realize when they get in the league as a young player, you don't realize how hard it is and how difficult it is to play in the playoffs. And then, you know, a couple years here, and I I had the luxury I played with Detroit. My first four years in the league, I have a Stanley Cup finals two times, one at once, and the conference finals the other two times. So it was just like I thought it was forever. I go to Boston, and, and we lose out in the first round, then we win this next one, that we win and we win the first round. Go to New York, and we don't make the playoffs two years in a row. Go to Tampa, luckily we get to the Stanley Cup, but we had a couple years didn't make the playoffs, and three years we got out in the first round. So you don't realize, and Dave Anderschuk, uh played 22 years in the National Hockey League, as a Hall of Fame player, his first time ever being in, in the finals was in 2003, 2004, in Tampa Bay. His first time ever, 22 years. Wow. So as players, you got to realize it, 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 it's you want to win, and, and you think you're going to get there all the time, but it, the real estate, you're not, and you've got to take advantage of it. So now older players realize to stay in the league, you want to go to good teams, you want to win. And it's a very difficult league. It's a very tough league. As you know, you've, you've, you've witnessed it firsthand with, in 2019 with our team going to the Stanley Cup Finals here, what it takes to win, and, and, and the guts, and, 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 and you know, you need good bounces, you need, you need longevity with it without injuries within the playoffs. It's just a very difficult trophy to win. And I think as you get older, uh, older players realize that. And that's why, you know, and, and how this pyramid's built again, we're going back to the salary cap, is that you've made your money early as a player, as an older player, and now you're just trying to win. And you realize what winning's all about. That really defines your career. Yeah, I love that part. Uh, okay, let's go back to the prospects. Uh, Dalibor Dvorsky signs his, his entry-level contract. He's 18 years of age. Yeah, you can play in the National Hockey League at 18. It's European players could go to the American Hockey League, but it is such a difficult, difficult road when you're that young playing in the American Hockey League. If he doesn't play here and were to go back to, to Sweden, how do you assess what a player like that could do be and and what are certain expectations from your perspective you have going into camp for him well you know what what we want is is him to have a really productive year take another step in his development obviously get with age and maturity getting a little bit bigger a little bit stronger 
He's got really deceptive speed, his foot speed. He, he takes off, and, and you don't think he, he's lightning quick, but yet he's by a D, and, and, and he, he can make that move. He, he, he's uh, very deceptive. Uh, strong lower core. Uh, he's got a great shot and, and really sees the game well. I, I think that's it. We say hockey IQ, but he's just a very smart hockey player. Uh, he reads and anticipates very well. And, you know, this year for him is just taking that another step, taking that step to be a pro. Uh, he's going to play the Swiss Elite League this year. Uh, and he's, and, and we, we feel that league is very good for development of players. He's going to get lots of ice time, be one of the top uh, six players there. So he's going to get first or second power play time. He's going to play against some really good players. It's a very difficult league to play in as an eight-year-old, uh, but he had a good taste of it here as a seven-year-old, and, and, and they expect him, and we expect the same thing, is that he's going to take another step this year. Looking forward to watching him uh, here in the next month as uh, Sweden comes over and plays uh, um, U.S. and Finland in the uh, World uh, Junior World Championship uh, Evaluation Camp in Plymouth, uh, Michigan. So really looking forward to him uh, seeing what he can do this year and taking that step at a pro level. Who else uh, looked good for you and stood out for you at prospect camp? Well, you know what, Curbs, again, going back, we, we had a, a really good draft. All the three first-round picks, uh, three first-round uh, first picks, all played really well, uh, as did everyone that we, we drafted this year. Um, but I'm going to single one guy out in particular because this guy's had a, a, a heck of a road the last year and a half, and that's Tanner Dickinson. As you know, he broke his leg, his femur, uh, in a game in the, in the OHL. Uh, I think it was January of 2022. And, and basically, he's had a year and a half of, of missing hockey. He's had two different surgeries. The first surgery they did that night in Sault Ste. Marie, they did a really good job. It wasn't the job they did. They did everything they, possible. It was right. He had a stunted growth in his leg. I mean, mm-hmm. the bone wasn't growing around the rod that was put in. So he had to get that, take, that rod taken out, re-drilled uh, through his femur, oh. and a larger rod put in. Set him back, obviously, nine, nine to ten months. And this kid had come back, and he was phenomenal at, at uh, develop, uh, development camp. His skating was so much better. He's put on weight. He looks stronger. He, he just looked like a very confident kid and a very hungry kid. Uh, and I, I, I felt for him because we tried to do everything we could. I'll tell you, Chris Thorborn now works on our development staff. He did a heck of a job throughout the year, keeping in contact with him, getting him into to, uh, Springfield to, to be with our training staff there, just to get him the monotony of, of going through his, his, his uh, rehab take him out of that environment and, and, and just trying to help keep his, his spirits up. And he sent them videos of, of him, you know, scoring goals with Sault Ste. Marie to, to our Stanley Cup run and kind of here's where you are, here's where you think you can get to. So uh, Thor did a really good job of just keeping this kid's spirits up. But I was really, really happy for, for, for Tanner. Uh, he's come a long way, and he sees the light of the tunnel. And, and uh, you know, now it's, uh, it's time for him to, to turn pro this year. So we're really excited for him. And I, I really want to just point him out just because of what he's gone through. Yeah. And, again, I'm not discrediting anyone else because we had such a good development camp, and we had a lot of uh, really good players. Uh, I was really excited about everyone. Really, at the end of the day, no one disappoints you at these camps. You're not there to make the team. What we are there for, especially newly drafted kids, is just to get a baseline of where they're at. Show them the city. Get them used to our staff get them their workout programs, and then feed them the expectations when they do come back the next time. Here's your level we want you at. So it, it's really uh, introductory to our organization, introductory to pro hockey, uh, and to see where they're at and, and get some feedback. But we were really pleasantly surprised with, with, with I would say, a lot of the guys, uh, and it was a great group. Wrapping up with Tim Taylor here, Blues Director of Player Personnel here on uh, the Balloon Party this morning on a Friday morning. And, Tim, I want to go back real quick to Dvorsky on something. 
the Swedish the Swedish league is an interesting one for me when I when you look at, at things because like you go back and you look at the numbers for example of Henrik and Daniel Sedin two Hall of Famers guys had amazing careers and in the Swedish elite league you know kind of they're they're point of game guys or you look at Swedish players or players that have played in that league that come over and offensive numbers don't jump out at you like like they do with Alec with with Bolduke for example with Zach Bolduke and you know in a hundred points in a sixty eight game season kind of thing. Um, what is it about that league over in Sweden that either the offense is not quite like what it is, but also from an evaluation standpoint, still tells you that this is a good, this guy could be a really good offensive player when when the numbers don't pop, maybe like they do in other young leagues. Well, I, again, you're, you're talking when you say young leagues, that, that the CHL is a very young league, right? You're talking about sixteen uh, year old to twenty year old. When you're talking about the Swedish Elite League, you're talking about men that are Talk playing pro hockey. Right. That, that's their career, right? And, and it's a very well-coached league. Um, defense is, is, is critical. Uh, I think don't think a lot of people realize that. Talk about European hockey. You think of the, the Russian five that I had the luxury of playing with in, in, in uh, Detroit. But you, you think about all those past teams and, and how offensively they were and creative they were. But at the end of the day, they never give up the puck. They, they, and it's a very well-coached uh, uh, system over there. Um, it's a bigger ice service, so it, it, it's very tight checking. Uh, and, and you're taught to be a pro. Uh, coaches lose their jobs for, for losing there. And so, you know, they, they and again, they lose their jobs everywhere, but it, it just, it's just it's pro hockey compared to, to amateur hockey that's in the CHL. And the CHL, again, you're, you're looking at kids that, that, that when, if they went over to the, to the, the uh, Swedish League, probably one or two off each team would be lucky enough to, to play in that league. It's a, it's a very good league, and it's, it's, it's just a really tough league. I, it's very comparable to, to a Finnish league as well, an elite league there too. So that's why we think the growth of our players, those three, when Stansel and, 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 uh, um, and, and with Dvorsky playing there as well, these guys are going to get well-coached, and they're going to get a little bit of taste of pro hockey. It's not all offensive hockey. You have to play the right way to get your minutes, and, and they're going to have to earn their minutes. And we feel it's a good uh, stepping stone uh, to the NHL for them. One of my favorite aspects, and I can't wait for this moment, one of my favorite aspects, folks, of, of the year, believe it or not, is before game one of the preseason, we broadcast all the preseason games. Joe Vitale and I started doing this with Bill Armstrong a good number of years ago, and we did it with Tim last year is we sit down with Tim and we go through everybody in camp, all the young guys, and say, give us your thoughts on each of these guys. So we kind of get the scouting report. And I can't wait, Tim, to have that meeting again this year. It's, I, I, honestly, it's one of my favorites because it gives us a good idea. But one of these next times when I'm filling in again, I'm going to set you up. Maybe even if it's when you're in town, sit down and maybe do a whole hour show with you because I think the fans would love to hear more about each of the different guys from you. But I appreciate you giving us some time here on a Friday after what's been a busy couple weeks for you. Oh, thanks, Curbs. And I, again, I, I love talking about our young players. Uh, again, our staff has done an incredible job bringing these young kids in and, and looking forward to, to uh, uh, what the future holds for Blues hockey. It's going to be very exciting with all these young players coming and, and trying to make the Blues. Yeah, it will, it will be a lot of fun. Have a great rest of the summer. We'll see you in just a few weeks. Thanks, Curbs. You have a great day. You got it. That's Tim Taylor, Blues Director of Player Personnel.